Growth Igniters Radio, episode 48, Beyond New Year's Resolutions, How to Make Real Change Happen. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth on the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Scott. Hi, Pam. You know, I'm always delighted to be with you for another episode of Growth Igniters Radio. And if this is your first time listening, our purpose is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to their next level of success. So Pam, what's our topic today? How to make real change happen. And real last, change. and last. Okay. Here we are, it's almost 2016, and many people are talking about their New Year's resolutions, say, related to either their personal goals or leadership goals or both. Okay. And on the personal side, in fact, some of our listeners may be making personal resolutions to, say, exercise on a regular basis. Right. Or get to a goal weight or spend more quality time with family members and, and so on. Sure. And of course, there are also the business-related leadership resolutions, such as developing ourselves as leaders and fostering the talent within our organizations, or it could be delegating certain types of work and decisions, and much, much more. So it's the time of year. It's when, when people say, We've, we're going to turn over a new leaf and do new stuff and get great things to happen. That's right. However, once life gets back to normal oh. after the holidays, yeah. It's all too easy to slide back into the old routines, despite our best intentions. So it takes a special mindset to yeah. overcome the old habits and really bring to life the changes that we say we want to have happen. Okay, so easier said than done. How do we really do it? That's why we have Dr. Leslie Austin back with ah, us okay. as our guest today. Leslie is the principal of Austin Consulting and is affectionately known as the Lion Tamer. She's an executive coach, psychotherapist, and organizational consultant with the unique expertise of being able to help companies and individual executives live up to their full potential. She appears frequently in national and local media, including Nancy Grace and the Headline News Network. And you can link to Leslie's full bio by going to growthignitersradio.com, episode 48. And some of our listeners may have heard Leslie on episode four, where we discuss leading difficult star performers, and episode 31, leading people through times of major change. And we'll have links to those episodes under resources for episode 48. So Leslie, welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you. It's such a pleasure to be with you guys again. It is. It is. Happy solstice, Leslie. Thank you. This is nature's real new year. We're recording on the actual Earth New Year rather than the Roman calendar new year. And that's pretty neat. New beginnings. It is. New beginnings. And we're only about just a week away from 2016. So maybe you can tell us, why is it that some people do really well with New Year's resolutions? It works for some, but not for others. Well, two things. 
Um, first of all, the idea of setting New Year's resolutions is if you really pull back and get the big picture and think about it, it's very arbitrary. Uh, the calendar's changing from one year to another, from December to January, and so what? Why is that such a big distinction, uh, other than that we like to have Roman bacchanals and party and do all that stuff on New Year's? Mm -hmm. But so uh, it, many resolutions that people make come from society's pressure or cultural pressure or the fact that it's a holiday and that's what you think you're supposed to do. You should. So we or should ought do, to do this, that. right? Right. We should do but, that. Yeah, but you know the thing is. Arbitrary decisions based on uh, shoulds and oughts almost never work. The things that we commit ourselves to, resolutions that really work, come from inside. Something that you are motivated to really want to do, to make your life better, to make your company better, whatever your focus is. And so it really depends on how you're wired. Some people are very structured. Anybody who has done or understands the Myers-Briggs knows. Some people are very structured. Uh, and linear and can set a schedule and set goals and work towards them step by step. And our culture is very wired towards that way of being. But there are a lot of people who aren't wired that way naturally, neurologically. People mm -hmm. who need to be in the flow. People who don't necessarily set specific goals and deadlines, but can accomplish great things nevertheless if they listen into their own rhythm and their own ways of getting to attain a goal. Okay, so some people make lists of the lists they're going to make, and right. others don't. So are you saying that we shouldn't make New Year's resolutions? No, you can if that's the way you're wired and it works for you. Ask yourself this question. When I've made a New Year resolution in the past, how many of them have I actually kept? How many of them are practices that I still do now, that I committed to a year ago, two years ago, five years ago? How many of those resolutions became habit? became really a part of my life that I attained and accomplished. And if your batting average is pretty low, then you're making the wrong kind of resolutions and you're doing it for the wrong reasons. So I wouldn't say no, we shouldn't, but you need to understand yourself and how you work and what you really want to have happen in the coming year as a marker point so that you can reorient and get a fresh start, maybe make mm -hmm. something good happen. Sure. So you're talking about really needing to be very self-aware and have a certain mindset. Well, yeah. So, for example, a very structured person might make a list of New Year's resolutions and maybe have subcategories. I want to exercise better and I want to do these exercises. I'll go to this gym. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they might attain that. But if they haven't made the time for that in their schedule previously... They're going to have to also think about what are they going to take out of what they're doing in order to make uh, time for that. And people very seldom think about that. They just think, oh, well, I'm going to add this. But they don't look at the economy of their time. So they're structured to a point, but not to a point that really serves them. A nonlinear person, I make lists, but they're not so detailed. I just keep running tabs of things that I have to remember to do. And as I get them done, I sort of cross them off and I rewrite my list clean every night. So it's a rotating list. Those things that are on the list that stay on them for days and days and days go on to a separate list, which is things I want to get to but are not pressing me daily because I'm just not doing them. Mm -hmm. So there are some types of commitments, I guess you could say, or goals that you can come up with a way that's good for you and the way that you work. There are other types of if we're not calling them resolutions, commitments, I guess, perhaps, that take us into a distinctly uncomfortable 
zone, such as I'm thinking about some of the people that we work with, for instance, who have made a decision to improve themselves as leaders, develop themselves as leaders, develop talent in their organizations. These are different kinds of commitments you can't really check off, but they require a different mindset as well. And so let's take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we'll speak more with Dr. Leslie Austin about the mindset we need to adopt to move beyond New Year's resolutions and make the changes we want really happen, both personally and professionally. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniter's radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper, brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. And if you like what you're hearing, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 48, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the top right of the page so you can tell your social media communities all about us. Use hashtag growthigniters. This will help us extend our reach to all of the people who can benefit from this series. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today with Dr. Leslie Austin about moving beyond making New Year's resolutions to finding the necessary mindset to make real change happen and stick. Leslie, how can people find out more about you? Best thing is just email me. And it's Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, at Leslie Austin, L-E-S-L-I-E-A-U-S-T-I-N dot com. Okay. So let's get back to our conversation. We were getting into some interesting aspects here. And I think to some extent, one of the things that we've seen is that at times people do operate out of a should mentality. And you were talking about that. In your experience, how honest are people about admitting to themselves what they really want to happen in their lives? Well, what I would say is those people who develop the ability to be really honest are the people who are much more likely to succeed at what they want to attain. And our culture has so many judgments about shoulds and oughts and linear goals that you can easily get lost in those. So the question is, ask yourself, what is it I really want? How would I vision myself a year from now or in the future? Maybe some people can't vision you know, you say a year or five years and they freak out and they can't think of it because it's scary. So the question is, what would you like to see yourself as in the future? What would it feel like? Can you imagine and dream and visualize quietly, maybe with your eyes closed? What would it feel like to be successful the way I want to be? What would it feel like to have my company be the way I want it to be? What would it be like to be in a relationship the way I would like it to be? What would that feel like? And go through the details in your visualization. And as you do that, that's a very powerful way to sort through what you really want and what you really can attain. Because Mm -hmm. in your visualizations, you're not gonna do shoulds and oughts. Your body will change, you will physically feel different and your mood will shift if you're doing an actual visualization. It changes your whole body and your energy. And it's out of that different sensory state in your visualization that you can sort out what you really care about, what you want and what your ultimate goals might be. And then you work backwards to set up how you're gonna get there. 
Okay, so I'm feeling calmer and more at peace, and all of a sudden that goes, ah, ding. That, well, so it's not necessarily a ding, but no? for example, if you're running a company yeah. and it's going well and you feel the itch to want to do something else, but you don't know what, mm-hmm. take some time and do some, you know, I, I don't mean to sound new agey, but do some visualizations, <laughs> do some visioning. What kind of, what would be fun for you? What would feel good if your company were to thrive and mm-hmm. be doing something else or something different? What would it feel like? Now, notice I'm not asking what innovation would you make or what new product or mm-hmm. what process in the company would you change? I'm not asking the factual linear steps. I'm asking the big picture end goal. What would it feel like? How big would your company be that would feel really good? Some people okay. want really big companies and some people like small companies. What okay. feels really good to you? What energizes you? And then you can work backwards and structure steps or a process, because those are two different ways of attaining goals, right. steps and process, yep. to, to attain what, what you want. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if you do that, then it sounds like it's going to be easier for me or, or anyone who does that to really commit and work on doing what it really takes to get that big thing to happen. This actually goes back to something that we were talking about uh, a couple of episodes ago with Tim Hebert. Yeah. And he was talking about living into a dream. And it was a, it's that same thing. It's visualizing. That's what I'm, I'm getting from this. Mm-hmm. What's important to understand is it's very easy when you talk about this to sound kind of airy-fairy new agey, but there is a neurological basis in how our brain and our bodies are wired and how we function. You actually begin to create your future biologically and lay the foundation for your brain to be able to come up with plans and future goals when you begin to work this way. This is not just a nice technique. There's a a neurological basis for this, and it's very powerful. And a lot of very, what we call left-brain people, that's a little bit of a false idea about left-brain and right-brain, but anyway, colloquially, we say left-brain people, the linear structured people, Mm -hmm. think that this is silly, and they're missing the boat. They're missing the foundation. They're already building the walls and doing the floor plans, but they haven't dug the hole and built the foundation of the house yet. Uh-huh. This is the first step. And those people who are really good at this then need to have a process developed by which they rule in and rule out the next step. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. so some people will set goals and steps and be very linear and structured. And the people who are more in flow have to stay in touch and say, does this next step feel right? Does it feel, does it have that energy taking me where I want to go? Or am I pushing or doing it because I think I should or ought? You need both, both pieces. Absolutely. The, the foundation of dreams and then the, the actualization of reality and steps and process. Absolutely. That, that makes sense. And I think that explains a lot for us about why certain people can respond very well to a more structured approach. Right. And oh, sure. there are other people who need something a little different. And yet I also know that there are times when people will make a commitment and they mean it with their whole self. You know, we're, I'm going to do this. And then they're always too busy. Uh, You've met these people, I'm sure. I'm going to go for self-development. I'm Mm -hmm. going to develop people. Uh, We're going to change the kinds of goals that we go after. And then they're too busy. 
or oh, some other self-sabotage. Some, something else. Yeah. Well, they don't even think of it that way, but they're too busy. Uh-huh. Well, they something just don't, else comes they don't accomplish what they say. And uh, there's a, a very big difference linguistically and also energetically in saying, I'm going to do this and I want to do this, or I, I really desire to do this. And even more powerfully, I will do this. I have to mm-hmm. do this. So we're talking about different levels of um, emotional commitment. And emotions really are what uh, propel us to action. Thoughts don't propel us to action. You can think about something, but until your emotions get going, you're not going to take action. So again, you want to be aligning your emotions with something that gets you going. And mm-hmm. if you make that commitment and you say, I, I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to accomplish that, and then you're suddenly, quote unquote, too busy, you have committed from a false basis. You haven't really gotten emotionally engaged. You don't care enough about doing that from a place of excitement or desire or any kind of charged emotion to propel you into action. So it becomes another should and another guilt trip. That's right. So it goes back to our point at the top of the segment, which is you have to be honest with yourself. You have to be willing to be very clear and say, what is it that I really want? I really want. And what do I really want? (laughs) And go from that. And the more you can do that, the more fuel you have to be able to overcome the obstacles. Yes, and it's important also to understand that I'm not saying you should ignore completely and throw out all the shoulds and oughts. There may be things in there that would be very good for you to do or are helpful. But again, if you don't have the emotional commitment to do them, you're not going to do them. So you might want to go through the shoulds and oughts and ask yourself, in this list of shoulds and oughts, is there any part of this or any aspect of this that I can see I'd like to do? Maybe not the whole thing. But does anything grab me or catch me? Does anything get me going? That would be a good thing to extrapolate from all the shoulds and oughts and the pressures. And then you see where you go with it. Yeah, you're, you're linking essentially the, the thing to that big dream, and that's where the emotional charge comes from. Exactly, exactly. Okay, okay so- well, we're going to need to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll speak more with Dr. Leslie Austin about actionable steps you can take right now to bring the real change you want into your personal life and your business life. Stay with us. During this holiday season, Scott and I want to thank you for being part of the Growth Igniters radio community. This has been an incredible learning experience for us, and we want to hear from you about the value you've been getting from what we've been producing every week since February of this year. Go to growthignitersradio.com and click contact us at the bottom of the page. Who knows? Your feedback may end up featured on our website. And along those lines, do you have an idea for a guest you'd like to hear in the coming year? We're always on the lookout for more best-selling authors and innovative CEOs of successful companies to learn from. Again, go to growthignitersradio.com, click contact us at the bottom of the page, and we'll get back to you to follow up.
Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been speaking with Dr. Leslie Austin about how to move beyond our resolutions and make real change happen personally and professionally. Leslie, can you tell us again how people can find out more about you? Sure. The best way is to actually call and talk to me. You can read on my website, but uh, send me an email at Leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E, at LeslieAustin.com, L-E-S-L-I-E-A-U-S-T-I-N. Okay. So let's go back to our conversation. This is the part of our program, as you well know, where we talk about the immediately actionable pieces of advice for getting more of what we're looking for. In this case, it's getting beyond our resolutions and ourselves and getting more of what we really want. What would you say would be one thing that concretely somebody could do? Well, first of all, you want to get away from the shoulds or oughts and ask yourself, what do I really want to do? What would be um, engaging or interesting or exciting for me to do? What do I feel drawn towards? What am I motivated to do? Okay. Is there some kind of a practical exercise that we could do? I mean, do we list it on paper or... Again, depending on your personality, you can make a list of things that you would be really excited to achieve. It's very helpful, even if you're the most linear person in the world and left brain, it's really helpful to kind of visualize if you can sit down and try and feel your way into what you'd like. And then some people will make lists and some people will come out with a global uh, big picture perspective. And you can work either way, but you want to get quiet and set aside the shoulds and oughts and say, what do I really care about? A personal vision. In fact, I remember one group that uh, I was working with, and we were actually drawing a picture. And it was a picture, in this case, of a, it was a division of a company. But I could see it working the same way. And what were the aspects of what we would literally look like going into the future? Right. I've done a process with the uh, CEOs and executive teams and companies many times, which I call a blue sky scenario, which is I will have them sit around the table and batter, everybody contributes and batter around their fantasy ideas of what they'd like to see the company mm -hmm. doing, you know, and it does not have to be attached to attainable reality. Never mind, can we afford it? Can we do it? Do we have the technology? Do we have the manpower? Never mind all that for now. What's the big picture ideal? And then you mm -hmm. work back from that, and often there are seeds of great ideas in there, and then you can start structuring and looking and trying to build something. So the next step is don't overwhelm yourself. Step two is when you know the direction you want to go in or a goal, don't think you have to do all of it right away. You want to do incremental steps. So ask yourself, what's the first step that I can take now towards that goal? Not what are the next 10 steps. Now, if you're very structured, you might write 10 steps, but the chances are you're going to have to revise them as you go along. So that's fine if that's how you work. And if it's not how you work, choose the first step and start doing it and then check in, bring your analytical abilities back into your feeling self and ask yourself, okay, now I've started this first step. Am I going in the right direction or do I need to adjust my direction? What's my next step? So you're in a, a continual process of taking action and evaluating, taking action and evaluating, but you're moving forward, but you're not um, burdening yourself with thinking you have to accomplish all of it all at once because that can be completely overwhelming. And uh, what you're describing is essentially creating metrics, you know, 
I'm going to do something. How do I know that that's moving in me in the right direction? What will that that's look like? That's exactly right. What are your measurables? And for some people, the measurables are going to be intellectual and logical and based on numbers. And other people, it's going to be a felt sense. Sure. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to see it. For yeah. some people, it's what can you observe? Right. In fact, that's, that's exactly right. Right. What would be happening? What would not be happening? Yeah. Yeah, in fact, one of the things, uh, my favorite sayings, and I had it on the wall of my office for years, is if you woke up tomorrow and it was a perfect world, how would you know it? Yes, and, exactly. And and this would be happening and this would be happening and I'd be feeling this. And so, yeah, right. that makes a lot and of sense. With, but with regard to what we're saying, I would modify that slightly. Okay. I would not leave it at the global, how would you know it? I would uh-huh. say, what's one way in which you would know it? Okay, and that makes sense. To, yeah, you know, I, I can see it. it. I mean, there are different yeah. ways. So sure. being able to have both the bigger picture and a more specific thing, I guess it, it reconciles. So what's another piece of advice, Leslie? Well, don't underestimate uh, the stray thoughts that you have. <laughs> no, And this has nothing to do with how linear or intuitive you are. Often we get ideas and we dismiss them immediately because we think, oh, that's silly or I can't do that or the company won't take it or personally I can't do that, I, I, you know, it's not possible. There's something in that seed of a thought that might be useful. So some people like to keep a little notebook and they just write their ideas down. The famous um, comedian who passed on, Steve Allen, was famous yeah. for years before it was popular. He had a little recorder. And he always kept it in his shirt pocket. And he was very brilliant and and had a constant flow of ideas. And he was constantly just recording the ideas into this recorder. And those ideas, he had them transcribed. And those were the basis of many of his greatest accomplishments, including the music that he wrote, including the jokes he wrote, and uh, his meeting meeting of the minds on PBS, where he had historical figures having accurate and authentic debates, which was quite brilliant. He just, he never dismissed his flow of ideas. And whether you're very linear or very intuitive, you constantly have a flow of ideas. So keep note of them. Don't dismiss them. And you'll see patterns and themes developing. And it will tell you how you're actually much more creative than you think you are. And in that sense, any day can be a New Year's Day. Any day can be like a solstice day because you can always start something new. If you don't overwhelm yourself, if you feel your way into it, and if you then start either a structured process of steps or just take the first step and feel your way through that. You know, you can start a process and you can always change your mind. Mm-hmm. Even, That's the even, one. even a direction or course for your company, you can start out on something and if it doesn't work, as long as you are appropriately honest with the people who work with and for you, you can change direction. There's nothing That's wrong right. with saying... We, I wanted to do this initiative. It's not working. Let's regroup and, and start again. People That's really right. respect that, and they understand it if you do it appropriately and with dignity. We would agree with you there. Any uh, final thoughts on this topic of uh, going beyond news, New Year's resolutions? Yes, actually, um, and uh, this is actually a, a serious suggestion. Remember to have fun. Remember to be excited. Remember to be in some kind of pleasure about what you want to accomplish. Because human beings, just like doggies, for example, in the animal kingdom, we are wired for pleasure. We're wired to feel good. We're wired for success and to attain things. But we don't want to suffer. So why choose goals that then make you suffer? 
And if you really want that goal and you're suffering, you need to look at a different way of getting to that goal. There are many, many roads that lead to Rome, and there are many different ways of attaining the things that you want to accomplish in your life. But if you're not at least having some sense of satisfaction, you're not going to have this all the time. Obviously, there are going to be difficult times. But if you're not having some sense of satisfaction or excitement or emotional motivation, this is good that's coming from deep inside you, you're likely not going to accomplish it the way you really want to. But if you can stay honest with yourself, you can do almost anything. Leslie, thank you so much. This has been a very enlightening episode. (laughs) (laughs) And I think a very timely one for our listeners as we move into the new year. And every day can be a new year, however you want to make it happen. And Thank you. you. I love that you said enlightening uh, as it is the solstice and it's the return of the light. The days are getting longer. So <laughs> thank good. you. Uh, so let's all bring some light back into our lives. Sounds good to me, sounds Leslie. Good. Thank you so much. And thank Happy you. New Year. And thanks for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. To check out resources related to today's conversation, share on social media, find out about upcoming episodes, or open a conversation with us, Go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 47. Until next time, this is Pam Harper. And Scott Harper. Wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to reflect on. So, am I really living into what I want to have happen in all aspects of my life? If not, what am I going to do to make real change happen? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.